2: Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
1: Hello and welcome to the Blizzard Watch Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Rossi. This week, I'm channeling Rod Serling for reasons I don't understand. Anyway, it's a fantastic show we've got for you today, I just assume, because my co-hosts are so great. They're just so great, guys. Uh, first up, he likes to be tossed bodily into large group areas of water. Uh, it's it's a thing he does. Mitch, what are you up to this week, Mitch, besides being tossed into large things of water?
2: Well, I, first, I just wanted to say, you are never nicer to me than on the podcast, and I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> um but this week uh lots of heroes of the storm that's kind of been my go-to game um ever oh, since BlizzCon. Ooh, that's
1: a thing i forgot in the news we should talk about that when that comes up okay i just remembered that okay good
2: yes that thing you said i have been playing this a lot since BlizzCon uh because it kind of happens every time i like when hgc first started last year in like january and you know after blizzcon last year watching it live not I don't I, think it was HGC back then, but still. It's
1: certain games that you spike on, like you get yeah. into them, you play them like really hard for a while, then you're like, okay, I'm done for a bit. Like I'm like that with Diablo three. Like I'm I'm currently spiked on it because you know season gotta go gotta go, but then like I I'll take a break for a while and then I'll go back to WoW and play that really hard for a while. Um, or yeah. the the you know right now I'm kind of I'm eyeing Heroes actually because of some stuff. that we we'll um, talk about shortly?
2: Yeah, so Heroes and then you know outside of Blizzard stuff. The Animal Crossing game just released. like a day early, so that's gonna. the mobile steal. one? Yeah, it's gonna steal. Wait, what? What? That was it the was... thing Anna linked earlier. It was. It was about what? it releasing a day early. And it's, it's Anne, out.
1: Please suppress knowing this until <laughs> the end of the podcast. <laughs> I gotta go, guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> please just wait till the end of the podcast.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: S- speaking anyway, of was nice that voice, you Anna's heard. Bitch. yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. The only way it could get worse is if they put out an Animal Crossing for the Switch.
2: I am, uh, I want that so badly. Or you Animal Crossing
1: understand. Go. Can you imagine if they made Animal Crossing Go? Like if Nintendo made Don't care what they make. It. I just, I love Animal Crossing. Yeah, but I'm just talking about terms of co- combining, like you know, crack powerful level addictions. Oh my God, Stardew, Animal Crossing, Valley. <gasps> I'd never see anyone ever again. The world yeah. would be a wasteland. But maybe people would be happier. Yeah, all right. Well, since she's probably never going to be seen again, we should probably <laughs> see her now. Uh, she writes just about everything for the site. Uh, Anne Stickney. Anne, um, so what have you been doing?
0: Okay, well, I haven't been playing Animal Crossing, but that's going to change.
1: <laughs> um, was... I like your, uh, what? What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> i like, oh, God, no.
0: I thought it Sound came out tomorrow. Cheer, oh, my gosh. This is what I get for not paying attention. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> last week was actually... Um, Eventful. I hit a lot of weird milestones that I didn't think that I was going to hit um, in World of Warcraft. Uh, Let's see. I was doing my usual farm rares for mounts on Argus thing, and I got... Oh, what did I get? Um, I got the Talbuk from... Okay, I got the Talbuk from the Talbuk Wrangler out in um, Makari. You guys know the one uh, I'm talking about? Oh, okay, yeah, like, yeah, that yeah, rare. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, got, I got that Corrupted Talbuk, and I was like, yay, cool. Or they call it like a Rune Strider or something. I don't know. It's a Talbuk. It's a big Talbuk. He's like all <laughs> fell green and gross looking, and I love him. Anyway, I got him, and then over the course of finishing the next couple of dailies, I got the And We're All Out of Mana Buns achievement, which is what you get for oh, killing. Nice. I think it's like 2,000 demons, 5,000 demons, 5,000.
2: So there's one that rewards the mount is 2,000. Okay, two thousand. There, there's so one I, that comes after it that gives a title, I believe. That gives a but... title.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I, obviously, I don't have the title one yet. But I didn't have the mount one yet, and I got the mount one. And then when I got that mount, it dinged me for three hundred mounts. So I oh, got the crap. heavenly azure <laughs> cloud serpent. Nice. Congrats. It was like boom, boom, boom over the course of like maybe fifteen minutes of playing. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Which that is was awesome. Pr- which was pretty cool. But then, above and beyond that, on my main character, I did something that I never thought I would ever, ever do. I hit a million gold.
1: Oh my god, I'm jealous.
0: I have a million gold now.
1: <laughs> I don't know what to do
0: with it, but I have it.
2: <laughs> I'm terrible at gold in the game, and I know everyone's like, how oh, is that possible? I don't even do like, like,
1: anything, man.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm,
2: I'm not. Poor, but like I, I have like a hundred some thousand. That's it.
0: That's the thing, though, is like I don't, I don't do anything. Ri- I mean, I don't, I don't actively do stuff on the auction house very often. Every now and again, if I get like a good piece of transmog gear, I'll go and sell that. But somewhere between the order hall missions and the few transmog pieces that I sold, and like I guess just like oh. I also get a guaranteed five thousand gold a week from Grifta in the in the Rogue Order Hall. Oh, yeah.
2: Right.
0: So I mean, I have like, I, I guess I just have like more income coming in than I'm actually like spending anywhere. So yeah, I have a million gold. I don't know what to do with it all. I really don't. <laughs> well, it's if you like, get I, two
2: million, you can buy yourself a giant spider mount.
0: Yeah, I don't really want the giant spider mount. I mean, I guess You're I could good. go like spend half You're of good. it on the Argus mount, like the, You're the a machine.
2: Oh yeah, the The thing is very pretty but like
0: I don't know if it's really worth that much gold though I'm like, well maybe I should just squirrel it Because I I did this kind of the same thing Going into Miss of Pandaria Where I had like a ridiculous surplus of gold And because I had that ridiculous surplus of gold The moment I got the appropriate rep With whatever rep I wanted to get I bought all the mounts Just like boom, 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 boom Yeah I had all of them really early. <laughs> it was because I had a lot of gold. So I'm like, hmm, maybe I should just save this for Battle for Azeroth, I guess. Not a
2: bad call. And I mean, like, you know, that Spider-Mount,
1: I got to say this, I kind of wish it didn't exist because I have at least two a really lot close of friends who are arachnophobic. It's
2: creepy. They,
1: they can't play the game when that thing's out. It is creepy. It is like,
2: it. it really nails the creepy spider vibe.
0: It does. And I mean, I don't have a problem with spiders at all. Like, I've held a tarantula before. They're pretty cool. I don't have, like, a huge issue with spiders except for, you know, black widows yeah. or brown recluse. The ones that are actively, like, oh, these could kill you potentially. Those ones I have an issue with. But, like, regular everyday spiders, eh, it's a spider.
1: Yeah, like, I'm the one who, like, when a spider is caught, I'll, I'll take it outside and toss it out. Well, not right. in winter because that's just going to kill it. Right. Uh, but, but, you know, I don't, I just feel for my friends. But
0: I do not uh, like, I like the mount, should, though, even... You
1: know, it's I've intriguing.
2: seen people use the giant elixirs and stand on the like Dalaran flight area, Gross. and they're just giant spiders. And I, uh, <laughs> plus you've seen
1: that there's that bug with the hunter pets where sometimes they they come out really yes. giant. Yes, and yep. people are using a giant spider while they're on a giant spider, and it's just you know, yeah. It's just well we should probably talk about news because yes, we've got we something to talk about. And the first one I want to talk about is the thing that Mitch reminded me of. The Christmas skins for Heroes of the Storm. Oh my god. Yeah. What is up with
2: Malthiel's scarf? Malthiel looks so good.
0: I haven't seen these, so I need to go look at these because.
2: Okay.
1: Well I want Mitch to talk about them because he was talking about them on yeah, Twitter yesterday. Yeah, you little about them. i I going to
0: look at them here.
2: Yeah, so they're, I mean, the the old ones are of and I don't remember off the of of my head what of old ones are because. Whatever. There's like a Jaina um,
0: one.
1: There's a Jaina one. Yeah, there. there's
2: a Jaina. There's a Rhaegar. Oh, the Sylvanas. The Sugar Plum Sylvanas.
0: Malthael um, with the candy canes.
2: Yes. That's so ridiculous. They, they I love it. They have four new ones. Um, Malthiel where his scythes are candy or sickles, are candy canes. Uh, It, it looks amazing. Everybody seems to have that as their favorite. Uh, then there's Malfurion, who's like Great... I don't know if it's Great Father Winter or something like that, but it's a big... Bushy-beard Um He's still Malfurion, though, so you can take what you get. Um, Vala got a new skin, which I was kind of surprised on, because um, they had the loading screen art out first, and Alex and I were kind of talking this one over, and we both thought it might be uh, Valyria, Valyra, and I think Valyra would have made a really cool Christmas elf skin, but Vala looks really cool, too.
0: I do like the Vala skin. I also really like this Charism skin
2: yeah, that was the other one. I actually didn't because his fist remember.
0: weapons are like candy canes.
2: <laughs> yeah, so Karazim is the other one.
1: And... I gotta say the Nafurian one looks amazing to me, even though I don't know if it's a new one.
2: No, it 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 is. It's one of the new ones. It does look really good. I just don't go it.
0: <laughs> I like how he just has like a couple of wreaths slapped to his hip. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's the and guy with the lights, the lights, and the antlers. I mean... Come on! They just,
1: I just—I didn't feel like they should make him a little bit even more reindeer-y than they I did.
0: Think, I think they should have given him a red nose, but that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: the thing is, the I think
0: Rhaegar.
1: everybody it. now,
2: because Rhaegar has that for his uh, travel form, I believe, and maybe even his regular winter form. Um, what so a reindeer! That, uh, a red nose. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, because his travel form is like a well, not exactly a reindeer, but it's a you know holiday-y travel form, and right. I think it has a on it, and Stitches has red nose. Um, but yeah, the skins look freaking awesome, and uh, I'm just, I don't know, I'm really excited for them. They're also doing, um, I think starting this week, maybe live now, they have like a Black Friday bundle too, but the Christmas skins, holiday Christmas skins, whatever, are on the PTR. They're not actually, they're kind of on the PTR. It's kind of confusing, because uh, Blizzard released the PTR and wanted to um, test like the 2018 updates which i have like stealth changes and changes to towers and like it's it's a pretty substantial stuff that they
0: talked about at blizzcon
2: yeah um but the build they released under the ptr has hanzo has the christmas skins technically in the game but kind of locked because they want people to focus on the new changes first um before testing hanzo and stuff but you're able to type stuff in the chat and like open Hanzo's store page and you know play him in try mode and look at the winter skins. Uh, you can't actually play them in any of the, the matches, but that's kind of how the, the Christmas skins and stuff were discovered. Um, they're not actually so they're playable. not
0: officially they're on the PTR, they were just there, kind of oops.
2: Yeah, exactly. Ooh. So, um, I, and Hanzo doesn't release until next week officially on the PTR, like to actual actually test in games um which means it'll probably be two weeks before these christmas skins come out i think that sounds right
0: so we're talking like the first or second week of december
2: yeah because usually they're they only have a new which, hero on there for that's a week
0: holiday season so that kind of makes sense yeah yeah
2: um but yeah those i'm i'm really excited there's a, a screenshot of Vala from tri mode um and instead of like when she does her arrow thing where she shoots, like, a conal spray, it's basically a bunch of lights. There's uh, red, green, yellow. The
0: multicolored and... Christmas lights is yeah. what it
2: looks like. It, exactly. She's, like, <laughs> shooting Christmas lights. It, they they do a really good job on the Christmas skins. I always love the the Great Father Winter Stitches because he, like, has a candy cane tied to, like, a...
1: Tinsel? Uh, tinsel. Like
2: yeah, a tinsel with, like, lights wrapped around it. And that's his hook it's it's awesome. The skins are awesome. are the
1: skins limited to the holiday, or can you use them anytime you want? You can use
2: them anytime you want. You can't purchase them anytime you want.
1: okay. so yeah, okay. you have to be, it has to be the winter yeah, you, you gotta them, buy like,
0: it during the holiday, but once you've bought it, you can use it whenever
1: yeah, so yeah. it's not like it's not like um goggles from a an anniversary event. <clears> the <throat>
0: sunglasses
1: yeah. yeah, which I. Uh, this is actually me segueing into that actually because while wow, it's thirteenth anniversary, this is going on right now. Uh, and one of the things that happened is that people went crazy trying to get themselves the uh, bronze tinted sunglasses, only to discover they wouldn't be able to use them for transmog once the holiday is over. Here's because the thing that wasn't listed. Yeah, go here, ahead. here's
0: sorry. the thing: is people weren't really trying like crazy to get them because when you go to do the holiday event, the anniversary event, the first thing they give you is two hundred timeless badges. The time Warped badges on any
2: character. It's not on any character.
0: When you go to do it, the first thing they give you is 200 time warped badges, which is exactly the amount you need to get the sunglasses. So, I don't know why they did that. They could have just like handed over the sunglasses and said, "Here, take
2: these." But yeah, just in case you wanted. there's a Corgi pet me... for 200 as well. That's probably yeah. why. Yeah,
1: that's the thing. Is It felt to me like they, they wanted to make it so you could choose what you to get. But then they forgot to tell people that the glasses are only for the holiday. Because people bought the glasses.
0: Yeah, they aren't labeled anywhere where it says this is an anniversary item or anything. What it is, is it's a blue item. And when you scroll over it, it says that it's like a cosmetic. And it looks just like... Well, you know, back like in Warlords of Draenor, when you could get the Orgrimmar set or the Stormwind set,
1: yeah, it, and they say like, cosmetic so much, uh, on
0: them, and you can use them very... for transmog anytime. time. I think that's what people thought that these were, because yeah, they are I was
1: under the impression that's what they were. I thought they were just like the stuff from uh, the Darkmoon Fair, the right. replica stuff. I thought was right. yeah.
0: there's nothing on them to indicate that this is like actually an anniversary specific item. Like when you look at the item itself, it's it's a pair of yellow sunglasses. I mean, they look like the ruby they're shades. Only out. They're only, they're bronze. That's that's what they look like. <laughs> they're really cool looking. They go with a lot of different sets, and they make a really entertaining piece of headgear for transmog, and it wasn't until people kind of investigated this a little more that they realized that this was just an anniversary only thing like it wasn't blatantly put anywhere somebody saw it in the comments it was, on the item in wowhead yeah. and then they asked the warcraft devs twitter and the devs twitter confirmed it and said yeah these are only for use during the anniversary event to which i say why
1: <laughs> I, yeah first off they're not even I don't that get unusual it. looking they're not that unusual looking, and moreover, if you're going to make that decision, that's your decision to make. But you should tell people like so they don't go it. spending. Yeah, they don't go it. spending 200 badges on something. They could have got the corgi pet first if they, you know what I mean? Like the corgi pet is an anniversary only, right? Like you can use that anytime you want.
2: Yeah, yeah I pet mean, pet like, like I said, it's not limited to per character, so it, it it's really not an issue of picking what you want to get. It's more picking what you are able to transmog and customize your appearance.
1: Yeah, it's, my point is just that if they 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 should, if they are make the decision, that's fine. Just make it openly, let people know. Don't have people have to like tweet you to ask yeah.
2: you about it. Well, and the thing is, too, other holiday items have said on them before, not necessarily in the appearance tab, I don't think, but on the items it said like requires holiday or whatever the you know whatever holiday. Yeah, exactly. Please
0: don't say that. And the other problem that I have with like I have multiple issues with this, right? And
2: And has very strong feelings.
0: Keep in mind that this is coming from somebody who is like really enthusiastic about transmog. Like, I don't know, 75 to 80% of the community happens to be really enthusiastic about transmog. I have no idea
1: what you're talking about.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This, okay, I get it. I get how you want to keep like holiday only items to their particular holiday. Okay, I guess that's kind of a sensible decision. All right. But these don't have any kind of. on them to indicate that it's an anniversary item it's just a pair of sunglasses like it's not even it's not even holiday related like I get it when you eat the ugly the ugly holiday sweater you can only wear that during winter's Veil. okay cool yeah that's themed for that or like the pilgrim gear that's themed for the pilgrim's bounty holiday that's going right now that's fine it looks like it goes with that event this doesn't look like that it goes with anything and on top of that this is the part that really bugs me right you use time-warped badges to buy this item. You can use time-warped badges year-round. You can use it anytime that time-walking is up. You can use time-warped badges. And you can buy a variety of things. And these things aren't limited by any kind of holiday anything anywhere. So I don't understand why they decided to take one item... And say, here's this brand new shiny thing, but you can only use it during this particular like event out of the year when everything else you can purchase with that currency is immediately useful year-round. I don't yeah, get it. Yeah, you would it. think they I would have a different currency
2: it. for the anniversary yeah. event if that were the case. It, they do for like, all other holiday events.
0: Yeah, I just don't get it. Because, yeah, Hollow's End, you use the Tricky Treats, right? Um, what is it that you use during... There's one that you use specifically during Valentine's Day. It's so stupid cards or whatever. The lovely charms or The whatever. charms, yeah. The charms and the charm bracelets. You use those. You hand those in. It's like a holiday-only currency for a holiday-only item. This is not a holiday-only currency. It's a currency that you can get year-round, and you're using it for an item, and suddenly that item is a holiday-only item. Like, what? It doesn't make any sense. And... I'm not even going to get into my whole problem with transmog in general because we all know about that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I've
0: talked about it before. I think that their limits are arbitrary and silly.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I got to admit, I don't see why they did it, but the rest of the, thir- the anniversary is m- right up my alley. I've been actually logging on to go kill a from time to time because I love it. Oh yeah.
2: Here's, here's my thing.
1: Here's my thing. I had all this gear. Like all the stuff that every single one of these bosses drops back in vanilla, I had all of it. I had Typhoon. I had the the green version of the sword from BWL. I had everything. If it dropped and was plate off of these guys, I had it. Um, and if it meant, it really did mean doing stuff like going to AQ and getting cloth boots off of Hooran. Like we actually did that, and then we like used that gear to to kill these guys, and then sometimes we used the gear from these guys to kill Hooran. It was a vicious cycle. Uh, but I, I had all that stuff, and then of course, you know. BC came out and then Wrath came out and I had a ton of bags. I had no bank space. I, you know, couldn't keep everything I wanted. So I got rid of some of it. Like, you know, by the time Wrath came around, I was a weapon fiend. Like I would only, I would keep weapons. Before that, I had already gotten rid of stuff. Like I got rid of my Typhoon. And to this day, I regret getting rid of my Typhoon. So when they said they were bringing the Typhoon model back, I was like, okay, I have to kill Zergos over and over again.
0: Now you got to go get everything all over
1: again, which is pretty cool. That's fine. Oh, I'm I'm thrilled. I would love it if they kept doing this for anniversaries. Um, Wouldn't it be
2: great if they were only transmogable during the holiday?
1: No. That would make me very angry. <laughs> but it would be, you know, would fit for their decisions, I guess, because there's no real reason for the sunglasses. But one of the things I want to see, I'd love it if next year when they did the anniversary, they brought back the original ZG. Yeah, Oh, that'd or be cool. <gasps> the tiger.
0: Did... Bring me back the tiger. Let me get the yeah. tiger. Oh, my God. I farmed that yeah. tiger for so long Why and it not? never dropped. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've got that tiger. And there's no reason. I know. People what, should I hate you that. for it. So <laughs> real quick, well, I don't
2: know if we actually went over. Uh, for the if anyone doesn't know, the anniversary event they brought back the vanilla world bosses, Azuregos. Um, each day it's one dragon of nightmare and Kazzak. Yeah,
0: I, and they yeah. dropped
2: transmog gear that has been removed from the game back when those bosses were removed.
0: What I loved about this though was that, like, just being in these zones like going to Azshara and hearing Aziragos go thus yep. ends your curiosity or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's so... when he kills
0: someone, it was just yeah. it brought back a flood of memories and my... just the fact
1: that the people having to run away and get around the ice stuff it's just like yeah. oh my god I my... I'm having like fits.
0: My first memory of Aziragos was when they added him to the game and nobody really knew what these <laughs> raid bosses were for like they were called world raid bosses, but um, myself and the person that I was leveling with at the time, we weren't even level 60 yet, so we weren't cognizant of any of this stuff. We were just in, we were leveling in as Shara because it was a good place to grind leather, to level leather working. Like, there was a bunch of blue dragons out there, so we were getting blue dragon scales. So we're out there, I'm playing my druid, who is... I am terrible. I am just admittedly terrible at playing. I am spec'd Resto because that's what you spec when you're a druid in vanilla. And he was playing a warrior. And he's going through and he's just wreaking havoc through these blue dragon camps, right? Just murdering everything. And I'm keeping him topped off. And then over the hill, we see this giant blue dragon. And I go, oh my gosh, what is that? He goes, I don't know, but I'm going to kill it. And he goes running up that hill (laughs) Solo Just goes running up that hill Thinking that he's gonna Because he's just been cleaning out these camps Faster than they could respawn right He gets up there Doesn't even get to swing his sword (laughs) Just like boom he's dead You couldn't see
2: health back then
0: no, you couldn't you see. You not see enemy
2: health, so like
0: you couldn't see anything. So he's running up there, and he didn't even get to swing his sword. The dragon just turned around and like took a bite, and he fell over. And then as your record goes, thus is the price of curiosity. And I, I about <laughs> fell out of my chair. I was laughing so hard. I'm oh, like, that is a fitting voice line. Okay, so we don't, we don't, we don't attack the big dragon. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> so I remember like... we play. <laughs> Yeah, I, I still remember doing, like, the, the Green Dragons when they first got introduced. Yeah. Because I, someone, them. I made the mistake of letting someone in the guild have my phone number. Oh, no. And so at around 4 o'clock in the morning, I got a phone call from that person begging me to log on because they had just enough people to do an attempt before the Horde Guild tried pulling them.
2: This is how vanilla uh, worked, guys.
1: This was the one in Forest's song. I don't remember which one it was. I don't know if they rotated or what, but this was what it, whichever one was in Forest Song. Uh, so I had to log on real fast and get out there. Uh, so there I am standing in my my cloth boots from a uh, level 45 instance. I think it was like Strat. Yeah, I think they were from Stratholme. Uh, tanking this guy. And we just had me. I was the only warrior they could get on. I was the only tank. It was me and one of our druids went bare. To, to help taunt them because one of our strategies was to taunt them and then have somebody hold them for a little bit so that some stacks might fall off or something. I, it's been a long time. I don't remember what the heck we were doing, but yeah. So back then it was, this stuff was very much a, what do they do? We don't know. Pull it.
0: Did you and have people in your guild that ran level one alts out to the blasted land specifically to check for Kazakh? Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We did that with level one gnomes. It was great.
1: Yeah, <laughs> We, we actually had one guy, um, Remember when the Reckoning Bomb was discovered? Yes. <laughs> we had one guy yes. who actually managed to Reckoning Bomb Kazak before they hot-fixed it.
2: Wow. That thing like, was hot-fixed within the 24 hours.
1: He, he found out about it and went out and did it. And he managed to get it done. And he, like, he didn't pick up any loot. He was very adamant that nobody, like, he had another guy with him, a Warlock, that was helping him get the credits up. Uh, and he's like, don't loot him. Because killing him is fine. Looting him is a bannable offense. Right. Once you know it's an exploit. So we have to let whatever's on him rot. And Kazak dropped some stuff people wanted. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wasn't there like a necklace that every caster wanted?
0: I don't know about that, but I do know that he was one of the mobs that had the Eye of Shadow for Benediction. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he had to leave all the loot on Kazak's body so he didn't get banned. I remember, like, that's... Yeah, we we had...
2: The postmaster? Just mail it to him. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, because that's not how it worked in vanilla.
1: It's on the Stuff on it, you just that's gone. Bye. <laughs> Kazak was also. I remember we had horde guys who used to kite Kazak into Stormwind. Uh, yeah, because you could
2: you oh, could yeah. kite stuff in vanilla.
1: There are like... still,
0: I think there are still videos on YouTube of of people doing that.
2: <laughs> oh, for sure.
1: That's that. But this the story. We should move on to some other stuff. But yeah, before we, we should. Do, uh because they did doing that one of our guilds got really mad and so they actually managed to kite Kazak all the way up the coast to undercity
0: <laughs> wow
1: yeah they couldn't That's actually a long get jaunt. him that would have taken him, hours yeah it did they couldn't get him into undercity like not underground so they had to settle for destroying brill with him <laughs> But there's all those death guards that spawn in Brill. Even and back those then? death
0: guards mean business. That'd be like yeah. taking him to Terran Mill. Jeez.
1: Yeah, they they the probably should have just taken him to Terran Mill.
2: The thing with Kazakh was he got stronger and grew bigger when he killed things. So
1: yes. he was it was sick.
2: just a, a compounding effect. But yeah, um, we, should, we should probably real, talk about real quick before we move on, though. Okay. I just My favorite part of the bosses is people discovering how crappy those mechanics were.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Yes.
2: Because if especially <laughs> if you're melee on these bosses, it's basically you get tail swiped into a stun, and then you get feared back into the stun, and then you maybe make it back to the boss in time to get tail swiped and start the whole cycle over. I went
1: to go or, fight, or fight the green
0: dragon, and I forgot that tail swipes were a thing. So did I. And a- the first time I effort. got flacked sideways, I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's right. Don't go near his butt." Okay.
2: <laughs> it, but it, it's even like it's partially sideways too. Like I thought I wasn't in the tail swipe
1: range, and so if, you're, if you're too far back, oh, oh you no, end up.
0: that yeah. tail swipe range is it's. You can't be too far <laughs> up
1: because you'll get clawed. Yeah, claw there's, there's a sweet you.
0: spot in the middle, and my.
2: Yeah.
1: I learned
0: that through like wrath raiding with the dragons in wrath because they would do the same thing, but somewhere along the line, they stopped swiping you with their tail. Yeah.
2: My favorite is someone described being feared and stunned as fun because that's kind of what it feels like. You're having lots of fun on these bosses. But I, I just, I love that. Since they, we're
1: talking about this, we they're should they're... talk a little bit about the classic servers on the forums and the uh, interesting situation that the forums are in in discussing classic servers. Because
0: I've uh, missed uh, all of this, so fill me yeah. in.
1: Basically, um, I we had a couple of CMs, and I'm sorry, I don't remember the names off the top of my head. I did write the post, well, but one uh,
2: of the, I think it was Ornix and If yep. I, I don't know yeah. how to say yeah,
1: but they were basically saying when they, they one of the things they had the forums for is to discuss exactly what. What, what do players want the classic service to be? And one player was talking about how he wanted them to change class balance so that if he played a prot paladin he could actually tank. No. No, no I know, I understand that. But that's,
0: <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: You should <laughs> you go to that. the forums
2: and express <laughs> no, that. No, I'm not going to. I know how that would go. <laughs>
1: The CM made the point that, you know, maybe you feel strongly about no, and that's fine, but it's it's a good discussion to have now, because Blizzard needs to know what people want these servers to be, because this isn't, people don't get it. this is not like when Blizzard usually does something, Blizzard does what they want to do, they have their vision for it. This is all about the community, this is the community wanted this. So, Blizzard wants to know, what do you guys want? How faithful do you want to be? You should tell us. And that's fine, except... Asking players to talk about this apparently turns off the part of their brains that allows them to do so without insulting and belittling each other. I don't, and that's. People go uh, to
2: the forums to express opinions normally. This was asking people to express opinions, like explicitly saying, give us your opinions. And people yeah. have strong opinions about vanilla servers, if you did not yeah. know that.
1: It's just unfortunate. Like at one point, Ornex even said, you know, if, if people are going to come on here who aren't even subscribed to the game anymore. And just be relentlessly negative and insulting, we will turn off the ability for you to comment if you don't have an active account. We Which want to keep it there. Yeah, no, it's totally fair. But they're like, we want to keep that option out there because a lot of people who want classic servers aren't currently playing and we understand that. But yeah. you know, if you if you can't be respectful, we'll turn it off. And that's the thing, is like I I I am like I'm right with Anne here. I, I feel like classic should be classic. All the stuff that we didn't have shouldn't be there.
0: All those wacky things that we talk about when we talk about stories from vanilla, even the stuff that was really terrible, I want that back again. I don't want my distance. I shouldn't say that I want that back again. Here's the thing. I have no opinion whatsoever on classic servers. It's okay that they're bringing them back. Cool. There are people that want to play them. Will I check them out? Yeah, maybe. Just to, like, poke around and see what's what. Maybe see if I can, like, raid Naxx if Naxx, the original Naxx 40 happens to show up. Because I never got to do that in vanilla. So it would be new content to me. And I'm okay with that. But, like, I don't have enough of an opinion on, on what I'm not going to be super invested in playing on this thing. So I feel like I really shouldn't throw my input out there as to what goes on these things. I mean, I have my opinion. I'll say it on the podcast here. You know, I think that vanilla should absolutely just be vanilla. Just keep it vanilla,
2: right? That's crazy talk. But
0: I'm not going to go on to the forums and express that because it's not, I'm not the target audience for this and I know I'm not the target audience for this. So I'm not going to throw my beef out there or anything cuz it's not yeah. I don't have any beef with it.
1: Plus, I mean, let's let's be completely honest here. All Blizzard has right now is the intention. Yeah. They don't even have a complete team yet. They've said they're going to do it. They're hiring people to do it. They're going to put resources into doing it, and that's it. They don't even have a design document yet.
0: We have Northern Man in the chat channel who says class balance changed a lot during Classic. At which point should Blizzard base a Classic server? Here's the thing. And I think we talked about this before, Rossi. And you agreed with me that they should start it from like day one World of Warcraft and go through that original iteration of patches. Yeah. Like you start out and things aren't balanced, but they do get balanced over time. Just like it did back, you know, when you first played it.
1: Yeah, my first thought and was they should hits, just pick a
0: yeah. Once once you hit that point, that point that last patch before the pre patch for Burning Crusade, like don't even put the pre patch for Burning Crusade in. Just stop right when Nax comes out and leave it there.
1: Yeah, I, I when we were really talking about it, I first argued they should just pick the last stable patch, Drums of War, yeah, and they could go do from that. there. They could but then do I that. then you brought it up the idea of starting from zero and moving through, and I was like, yeah, because then you'll experience what it's like to be like a rogue, and and suddenly have warriors really want your leather gear it because just, um, like, it feels 1. like. 1.4. That's when that happened. It feels so like really,
0: people want that quick. authentic. Ex- ex- sorry, go ahead.
2: I was just going to say, it's, it is worth noting, uh, since we're talking about this right now, uh, Ian Hasacostas during the WoW Q&A, briefly mentioned, like, we don't have much to say on it, but in terms of what it's going to be, the question more was, where do we drop it? Not changing the experience. So he, he all but came out and said, they're looking for what patch to drop it in, not what changes to be made, because
1: yeah.
2: changes I, make it different. I, and I just, that's not people
0: want. Yeah, I just feel like if they want to start it, start it from day one, go all the way through. Drums of War, was that the last one before?
1: Yeah, patch 1.12, because okay, that was so... the last, the big PvP changes that made it so you didn't have to get three of your friends to PvP with you just to get a title. Yeah,
0: so do it, so do it in real time. Do it in real time cool. and start it in day one and then however many months it took for them to put the first patch out for WoW, carry it out for that. Just go through the whole cycle.
1: You could even if you if you felt like it took too long for patches. Although patches didn't take a long time back then, but if you no. felt like it took too long, drop one a month.
2: No, yeah. actually, they were they one a month. They were one a month up until one like month. one point six. No, they they yeah. were the first couple. I think first up to couple, like one point yeah, six or something like that. To get to one
1: point twelve, it took them like two. Oh two yeah. And a half yeah, 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 they yeah. They slowed
2: down after a certain point.
1: When they started dropping really big raid patches, yeah, those those took longer. Yeah, but yeah, all of this is just. I feel like even if you agree if you agree with what we're saying or disagree with what we're saying that's that's nothing to do with it just try and not to go on the the server forums and be, be a, a jerk
0: be civil really that's all just be civil be a reasonable you know I mean? human being that's all they ask yeah. it's not much to ask if you have that an opinion be because F- if you think that you're going to be playing classic a lot and you want to give your input go give your input if you're not really interested in classic like it's not something that you're going to play just pretend it doesn't exist guys don't go to those forums you don't need to yeah. it's fine it's, it's going like, to happen whether you like it or not you don't need to like put, throw your dis- voice your displeasure nobody needs to hear that
2: Like
1: it's yeah, there's not ways happen to
2: happen for like two years anyways
0: so. yeah, yeah you,
1: you can basically there's ways to disagree with somebody like without you know you can be like you know oh god Rossi's an idiot or you could say well I don't agree with that idea the second one isn't insulting you can disagree with someone about, you know, calling them stupid.
0: Or you can just walk away.
1: <laughs> yeah. whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. I mean, whoa. there's better I things you could be one. focusing your time on anyway, probably. So why not do that?
1: But, uh, yeah, at this point, we should probably uh, do some emails. Um, if you've got an email for the show, you can send it to podcast at blizzardwatch.com with podcast or blizzardwatch in the subject line so we know it's for this show. Uh, usually Ann reads for us and she's going to take over now and she's got some stuff to talk about. So Ann?
0: Yep. And before we get started with the emails, if you enjoy our show, you should consider checking out Degustabox at blizzardwatch.com slash Degustabox. Degustabox is a monthly food box full of delicious treats chosen to surprise and delight subscribers. Each month you get 10 to 15 full-size items. They're either brand new to the market or they're just interesting. Um, things that you might never even have, thought about trying before in november's day to box you get turkey jerky sea salt caramels Rufus teagues touch a heat barbecue sauce and apparently a truly gigantic oreo candy bar those are just what? a few of the items that subscribers received this month um i don't know about you guys but where i live i'm in what's called a test area so i get these weird items in the grocery store right They show up in the grocery store. Nobody else in the U.S. has them except for other test areas. They're there for a couple of months just to see how they sell, and then they disappear. And if we're lucky and we liked them, they come back again. If we're unlucky, we never see them again. Oh, cool. Degusta Box is kind of like getting a box of that stuff in the mail every month, so it's pretty cool. Especially if you like, you know, snacks, food. Who doesn't like food? If food gets you excited, though, you can use the link blizzardwatch.com slash degusta box to receive ten dollars off any of new subscription. Um, any anyway. of that, please? Degusta Box. Yeah. It's D E G U S T A B O X. Thank you. Uh huh. <laughs> all right moving on to emails we've got quite a few here i don't know how many we're going to get through but we will try first one is from eros who says we have chronicle volume three coming out in march the second half of volume two was a bit dry to me what do you want to see from volume three my guess is it'll cover in part Eshara's post sundering activities i kind of hope ashara pulled in ursula and gave the original kul legs to the tune of poor unfortunate souls now the contract is due what do you guys they, they
1: you? always had legs guys yeah, they did. <laughs> they didn't. Maybe I'm just imagining a bunch of legless cultists. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining her singing four "Unfortunate Souls." That would be kind of cool, actually. Four <laughs> oh, unfortunate take a souls! <sighs> Sign the scroll. No, um. Uh, I I think it's going to be Wrath. Do we? Like, that's not what I know. Think. We know not the cover. Sorry, War- Tyrande, Warcraft right? Three, is what I think. Yeah, it's Teronda on the cover. It's Teronda on the cover.
0: Teronda, my love. No, um. I don't think uh, we know how far it's actually going to cover you know what you said Eros there about the second half of volume two being a bit dry for you I think that as we get into these later volumes they may be a little bit more dry because this is all getting into material that we have played through before so there's not going to be a ton of brand new stuff it's more going to be expanding on the stuff that we already know um but i definitely obviously the third war is going to be a big part of it and then i think probably didn't i want to say that they said something on twitter about how they were going through it was going to go into world of warcraft it wasn't just going to be warcraft 3
1: I want so bad to have a covering a covering of that four year period between
0: yeah. the end of the Third
1: War and the beginning of World of Warcraft.
0: Well and, and... this this would be the place to have it is in yeah, absolutely. Volume Three.
1: I just I, we're talking a lot about nostalgia today because of the anniversary and classic and all that. And uh-huh. one of the things that I I still get a rush of is when I watch the original cinematic
0: when the lady says four years have passed i get goosebumps like every time
1: (laughs) there's that little vroom just before she starts talking and then she does it and you're like they show the map and everything and it's like oh wow i thought it was pretty
2: brilliant to go back to that for the the reveal of blizzcon yeah it was it was simple but it it evoked that whole
1: oh wow it's a it's a a classic
0: thing yeah i love how Chromey took us backwards through that was
1: great so, yeah, I, I would love for them to cover that four-year period. To, to, if for nothing else, to give me an idea of exactly where some of the books and stuff fit in.
0: Yeah. Because some of
1: the books feel, fall into that gap, and I want to know what, what's cycle, going on with cycle them. Cycle
0: of Hatred takes place during that.
1: Yeah, isn't uh, Of Blood and Honor just before it? Like, it's actually kind of, like, before the third... Of, it's, it's after the Third War, isn't it? I, I can't Blood that
0: out. and Honor is, let's see, it's Etrig and it's Tyrion, and it's before...
1: It's got to be before Warcraft three because it's Uther and uh Denath. Before
0: Warcraft three, yeah, because Uther's in it and Denath is in it. So I mean, it has to be. It has to be before Taranis died and everything. Yeah,
1: Dalen Proudmore's on the tribunal that judges him.
0: Yeah. So it was before it was before the scourge even hit or the plague hit or anything.
1: Yeah. So. So I think, yeah, there's going to be lots of stuff that would be and really Arthas's cool stuffer. early
0: years, like the stuff from the Arthas novel and all of that, that's probably going to be in there too. There's a lot of material that they can put in there. I don't know how far forward they're going to go, but I think that they're going to be getting at least a little bit into World of Warcraft. How far they'll get into World of Warcraft, eh, anybody's guess, but I'm looking forward to that one. I'm really yeah. looking, I, I've loved the other two Chronicle books a lot, so I don't see this one being any different. Mitch, do you have any thoughts?
2: Not particularly, honestly. I just, I mean, I'm happy with any lore like that they put out, especially because the chronicle books just have really cool artwork. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know it's a book about reading stuff, but I love seeing the artwork that goes into
1: <laughs> it's a it's book, a book with reading... words,
2: but I love the pictures. <laughs> I, it doesn't take much to satisfy me.
1: <laughs> you know, he is right. The, the art in Chronicles One and Two is really good. It I is mean, the beautiful. Maps, I've I've gotten so many header. Pictures for for you know know your lore is just out of the maps yeah. yeah chronicle so
2: and I mean I love seeing that stuff and I I just love absorbing lore anyway so I I don't have like my big thing was uh you know the the black empire and they kind of you know did that stuff in the first one yeah so at this point it's just it's all cherry on top
0: I'm just wondering if chronicle is going to get into any of the old god behavior throughout World of Warcraft. That like, would be cool, actually. Yeah.
2: So yeah, so if we get in, I more background have
0: right on, now. oh hey, here's what was going on with Cthulhuun, like yeah, here's what really like, got him like tickled and started working again over in Solothus when we decided to do the War of the Shifting Sands part two. Oh, War of the Shifting Sands, that's probably going to be in there too.
2: Especially that's if you? it like uh, kind of explained what happens after we kill the kill defeat them because we know they're not dead so like yeah. again this is definitely not going to happen in volume 3 this is wow stuff but, but it's, still, it, it's still it's still stuff interesting. That, yeah yeah. It's
0: still there's potential there to kind of expand on stuff I mean yes it was kind of a bit dry the second half of volume 2 but that's because again it was like the first and second I mean it was stuff that we've covered so many times and we've seen so many times in so many different iterations that eh there's not a lot of extra to put in there um. anyway next email is from Spoon who says hello watchers earlier it was speculated that Reaper had Mercy to thank for his current form one hint towards that was a now removed in-game voice line on Oasis between Sombra and Reaper where Reaper says that they are there to see a doctor it was speculated that they were talking about Mercy but now we know that Moira is Minister of Gen- Genetics in Oasis so how do you see Moira fitting in the lore when it comes to Talon and the OG Doctor Mercy I, like I didn't this know question. that voice line
2: had been removed.
0: Um, I didn't think that it had been removed, but it might have been. Um, the thing is, is like Reaper, well, Gabriel Reyes, before he became Reaper, he was the one that went to Moira and said, hey, how'd you like to work for Blackwatch? And I don't know if she was necessarily the doctor, quote unquote, at that point in time, but she was definitely the scientist that was working on them and doing all kinds of experiments that maybe weren't quite on the up and up. Um, so that could have been very well, that very well could have been who Reaper was referring to when he said he wanted to see the Doctor, is Moira. Um, where does she fit in the lore when it comes to Talon and Mercy? I don't know how... See, this is the interesting thing about Moira with her, with her um, origin story, right? They were very specific to point out in that origin story that Overwatch did not approve of what Moira was doing at all. Like, they were very dismissive of the paper that she put out, and, you know, that it was unethical and all this other stuff. And yet, Ray's went behind the scenes and brought her <laughs> into Black Watch, which was a division of Overwatch, but it was like, you know, the whole special ops division that didn't really report to anybody.
2: Don't ask questions.
0: The people in Overwatch knew about Black Watch's existence. Like, they had to. Mercy had to know about it because she worked with Genji, and she, you know, there are. There are images here and there, like stills of her, you know, talking to McCree or that kind of, she's talking to McCree in the comics, that kind of stuff. Like there's, there's every indication that at least the main crew that were involved in Overwatch back then were at least aware of Blackwatch, Blackwatch's existence. Um, What I don't know is whether or not they were actually aware of Moira or whether Raised did that oh. under everyone's noses, and, and they didn't know about oh. it. um And maybe I think that it's was... likely
1: that yeah, I think it's likely that at least people who were actually in Blackwatch knew her. Like it says that she had interactions. The people with in Blackwatch them. knew about her, but, but what I'm but wondering is like it, yeah, I have no idea. I think it's very likely he Morrison... would not have told them.
0: Well, here's the thing: if Morrison didn't know, but Reyes did. That might be part of the spark that set off that, that infighting between Reyes and Morrison. That might be part of it was the fact that Reyes went behind everyone's backs and went and got Moira. And Morrison was like, what are you doing? And Reyes is like, well, this is my unit. I lead this one. <laughs> they may have given you the leadership job of the other thing, but this is my group. And I'm the one that calls the shots here. I don't, I don't know. Um, we didn't get enough of that to kind of expand on that. But I have a feeling that had Mercy known that Moira was around, she probably wouldn't approve. Because I, I, Mercy does innovative things, but she does them in a very ethical kind of way. Uh, there, there was a point there where she wasn't quite on the up and up with what T- Torbjorn was doing with the weapons. Where he was taking her, her inventions and kind of trying to repurpose them to weaponry. I don't remember what was that. I think it was just like it's one the of those gun that little... uh, that Anna uses. Yeah, it was yeah. The, yeah. Gun the gun that Anna uses. Yeah, Mercy, Mercy was like, I don't, I don't approve of this. So I mean, Mercy's got her standards, and Moira definitely doesn't fit within those standards. I don't know whether the two of them had actually like whether they were on speaking terms with each other or whether they had ever met face to face. If they did, I don't think they would have liked each other very much.
2: <laughs> People in Black Blackwatch in general don't seem like the the. You know friendly types no like yeah but they, got, they got their squad but yeah i don't know if Moira, like like there's, there's even a
1: thing people. like looking at one of the notes that uh, one of the things they say is that people didn't like moira's work because they felt like it was a biotic version of the omnic crisis in the making yeah they were like oh god she's gonna create something as bad as the omnic crisis but with biotics instead and we don't want it because she, she's like engineering because
0: oh, well, she's sitting there going oh well we can use all this genetic engineering to make the world for the better yeah, and everybody was kind of like, eh, alteration. but who defines better exactly? <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> there's several different ways that you could take that, and there's several different ways that this stuff could be used. And yeah, it could be used to, you know, further humanity and everything, but it could also be used to destroy it, and that's bad. And Moira didn't really seem like... to care either way. She just finds it all very interesting. I like her. I like that character. Oh, though. I
2: really like her too, yeah.
0: She's fascinating. Um Okay.
2: She's also basically a discipline freeze, so.
0: (laughs) I'm going to move on to the next email, and I'm going to let you guys answer first, because I feel like I've already talked too much today. Um, Anyway, so this one is from Ishanchi, a troll affliction warlock from C U who says, Hey, Blizzard Watch and crew, and prepare for battle. Can you name your most unpopular opinion on World of Warcraft that gets you hateful looks from those around you? I can start. Dungeons and Raids should be found first by walking to the entrance before you can queue for them. Thanks, and let your watch never end, Ashanti. You guys can go.
1: (laughs) Mitch, you can go first. What's your problematic opinion, Mitch?
2: (laughs) Okay, well, I I actually do agree with that Dungeon and Raid thing. I think that makes sense. Um, Back in the day, I thought that hybrids should be able to do as much damage as pure DPS, like if they were at peak performance. Um, and that was pretty controversial for the time. I think now, ah, uh, what, what? Hmm. I, I don't, I think, I think utility should be a, well, they're they're focusing on that in battle for Azeroth. I don't know if that's as big a deal now, but I, I want hybrids back. I liked hybrids. I liked the style that they had in general. Um, I thought it brought an interesting dynamic, even if they wouldn't necessarily do as much damage as a pure DPS. Uh, I think it would be fun to have them in the game. I don't know if that's controversial or not, but I, I might think of one while Rossi's talking. Okay. But off the top of my head, that's the first one that comes to mind.
0: Rossi, what's yours?
1: Wrath of the Lich King was at best okay. Oh, get <laughs> <out>. See? <laughs> no one ever wants to hear this one. It was good. It just wasn't as good as everybody thinks it was. In some ways, Burning Crusade was better. In some ways, Classic was better. In some ways, Cataclysm was better. And in a lot of ways, Mists of Pandaria was a lot better. Miss of Pandaria was probably until Legion my favorite expansion. Uh, right Mists, now
2: kind of very good expansion, but Wrath was yeah. also super great and
1: you're wrong. It was okay. Part of the reason it was only okay is because it caused gear inflation straight up. That's Wrath's fault. It did. And I remember back back when we worked for the site that is no longer, I wrote a paper at the time I wrote a post basically saying this is unsustainable, what we're doing it's unsustainable it's going to cause huge problems for the game and i remember looking at like the entirety of the, the gear item levels in burning crusade starting in five man dungeons
0: i remember at, at when you levels, wrote
1: this yeah starting in, in like f- five man dungeons and going all the way to the last raid of burning crusade the item level spread was something like 80 80 total item levels um the item level spread in Wrath of the Lich King was like 190.
0: It was insane. It was,
1: it was double and then some. And because the gear came in... It, it's the, Here's the thing. When I say this, I, this I, this would take way too long to, to go through. But my <laughs> basic argument is not that Wrath was bad content-wise. It's that the effect of Wrath was pretty bad in terms of gear inflation. And the gear inflation has been so bad for the game that... I really do hold it against Wrath. It's a big black mark against Wrath for me, and it's one of the reasons that I put Miss ahead of it. And uh, Legion, right now I'm still neck and neck on which one I like better, because the lore in Legion is really good. I'm enjoying the heck out of the story. There's some game stuff I don't like as much in Legion, but the lore is just great. I, I feel like the quests I've gotten to do... I've actually enjoyed leveling well, classes. other that's not really than controversial, 40. though, Rossi. No, no, that's not controversial. The wrath, <laughs> the wrath part is.
2: Legion is a very good, solid expansion pack. You crazy man.
1: If I was going to say, say something Say that about
0: like, Warlords of Draenor, and then I would argue with you.
1: <laughs> Warlords of Draenor was great until I hit max level. Yeah. I was having a great time, and then suddenly... You
0: know. That I will agree but, with.
1: But uh, in terms of, like, controversial stuff, I don't know. Mitch, have you come up with anything else, or should I say this next bit? Uh, Say the have next
0: one. I, I, okay, I have, then
1: you go, Anne. You go.
0: I flat out have one, and this is going to earn me so many enemies. But I, I really don't care oh, because I've said one. this over and over again. Blood elf druids are not a thing. They will never be a thing, and they never should be a thing. <laughs> they do not fit in lore. The botanist over in the botanica does not count as a blood elf druid. That is a scientist who figured out how to manipulate nature. That is not somebody who is one with nature. It's not you know going th- to happen. It I, will I, I never happen. Them,
1: Instead of druids, what the guy from uh, Nighthold? Now that the night elves are joining the horde.
2: Oh yeah, what's his the fate? guy from Nighthold?
1: The guys who, who merge Pilar? arcane. Yeah, the guys who merge arcane magic and plant stuff. Okay. They don't do. They're not druids, and they're not doing nature magic. They're using arcane magic to affect plants.
0: Okay, so I could see like a botanist class where that part is working but i cannot i cannot see any way in which blood elves could ever be druids i think that even trying to think about it is kind of ridiculous and there are much more sensible race class combinations out there and i'm tired of people bringing it up
1: <laughs> that's my opinion <laughs> yeah a lot of people don't like that one i, 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 I did think care.
2: of <laughs> another one that's there you go. Genuine. go for it um I have been perfectly okay with possibly think that maybe blizzard has been even lenient and generous in terms of flying at endgame content. I don't think we need flying as soon as we've gotten it. I think their their current model. I actually, I really like, I, I think it, I don't think it could get any, I think any easier and it would be way too much. Like right now I'm totally fine with not flying in Argus. I'm totally fine having patch content that we can't fly in. I do not think we should have flying at the start of expansions ever. There's your
0: controversial one, because everybody thinks that we should.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, do I, I, all... I don't think we should. I mean, I think it's it's great the way it is, and we didn't get flying until, what, 7-2?
1: Yeah, whenever they, you know, patched in the uh, full Suramarth experience, because you the couldn't broken, finish the, the
0: Broken Isles, when they brought in the broken, isles, or the broken Shore again.
2: Yeah, and I think that was perfectly fine. Yeah, I like I'll... the
1: Pathfinder model. Here's here's my last controversial one, then we can move on. Warriors should be better tanks than everybody else.
0: I don't necessarily disagree with that. that. (laughs) I don't I don't necessarily disagree with that one. Although I do like the bear tanks. I I like bear tanks. I get that other
1: people love lots of different tanks and you know, that's cool, but I my opinion, based entirely on me being a lunatic who loves warriors way too much and is aware of his bias, is that warriors should be the best tanks
0: okay let's move on to the next one because we're gonna get so much hate mail
2: (laughs) we should actually do an article where the entire staff puts together their unpopular opinions
1: no i don't think we need to have a problematic (laughs) opinion post thank you oh my god the the comments on it would be
0: we don't need that we don't need that we just don't need that but we do need this next email which is from easy target who's a troll hunter on oldemon someone who misclicked many times and that's reference to the email which I'm going to get into. He says, in all seriousness while many rejoice the future of classic servers, do you think there is one who does not? One who was made strong, powerful, a force of righteous vengeance in a harsh world, who proved to be not the hero we wanted, but the hero we needed, to be sentenced to return to a cycle of unending pain and suffering. Gammon. How can we save him from the onslaught of rogues and misclicking players in the Orgrimmar Auction House? (laughs) easy target. This is actually a very good point to be made, because Gammon was originally, he was the subject of the rogue pickpocketing quest, way yep. back in Vanilla, and um, people used to misclick on him all the time, and he'd turn around and start punching people. Poor Gammon.
1: Didn't they buff the heck out of him at one point? For they the
0: did.
2: There was one patch where he got like crazy buffed and would just one-shot people. It was hilarious. Yeah. I remember
1: seeing him come running out of the, uh, the inn and just caving people's faces in with punches and i was like what happened to gammon man he got buff <laughs> yeah, he was he was swole uh, he was killing people uh I, w- I we did you know uh siege of Orgamar together yeah to a degree and uh i remember gammon and i don't know i have a soft spot for the guy he's a Toran. he's very he, he the way he gets all sad when uh Nazrael dies, you know, yeah, yeah, he goes down and he's like, you know, I remember you with honor, friend. And it's just like, you know, trying to keep him alive and everything. It was.
2: Yeah, but Uh, trying to keep him alive was frustrating as heck because he
1: just charged forward. Oh no! You see, the guild I was in—no, he was—he was way behind us. We pulled lots of things. Yeah, we would okay. we would yeah. pull like right—you know—we would pull basically all the way down to that last door before you go in, and it's full of guys. We would pull all the way to there and just stop there and AoE everything down. That was—we had a couple of Death Knight tanks, so it was just like, yeah, just pull everything. I, I oh. guess
2: it does depend when you try the achievement, too, and your competition. Yeah.
1: No we, yeah we, if
2: if you weren't ready for that he just he did not stop
1: no he he tore off he would get killed yeah absolutely so yeah it was Gammon
0: was one of those characters that I always felt bad for in Manila, too because like the story behind him was kind of sad yeah cause it was he was just like this drunk Doran in the bar and yeah I people would accidentally kill him all the time. I used to like I'd shield him. <laughs> on my priest really? he be like, I'm going to put a bubble on you <laughs> You poor baby <laughs> But like, he, he was one of those ones I remember when they buffed him People were doing the Cenarion emissary trick with him On people Mostly gold sellers that hung out in Old Orgrimmar. Um, The Cenarian, okay, so the scenarian emissary trick, there was a scenarian emissary that was at the bottom of the flight tower, right? And that one was like level 60 something, really beefy and buff, and they were from oh, Silithus, if I remember right? Yeah. So, what you did when you were a hunter and you were very tired of the gold seller spam, or the gold sellers that would come up and beg for gold in, in Orgrimmar, because they would, you invite them. You invite them to a group. You flag for PvP. You cast Misdirect on them, and then you ping the scenarian emissary. And you just <laughs> run over and poof, one shot the little dude. Right? We were rude back then.
1: Uh, but gold they did that with Gammon too. They heck. did that with
0: Gammon too for a little while because Gammon got really beat. Yeah, there. he was he was
1: buffed to the teeth. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, which was just downright odd. 'Cause he was for the longest time he was just he was sort of like the the kick toy and it was and he respawned really fast too, so people would like try and write words with his body and stuff. And yeah, like, that... this is
1: all really sad and depressing. The one I remember because back in the day thrall didn't like Thrall wasn't anywhere near close to the center of Orgrimmar the way that like the Lord Chief is now. No, he was back he was in the day. He's de- where
2: the the are right now. Yeah.
1: yeah. So people would like pull Gammon out and like make shapes with his body like a star or a, like you know a big asterisk one time like one guy tried to like make like a you know a smiley face with gammon's
2: i hope so, when yeah. i die people
1: make shapes with my body you won't have as many bodies you'll just have the one.
2: Oh, uh, that is a dilemma
0: that's sad <laughs> okay do we have time for one more question or should we wrap it up
2: uh, i can stick around we're over yeah. time, but I can stick around.
0: Let's do one more question here. This one is from Droni, who's a hunter from Gallywix, who says, Greetings! So, Battle for Azeroth. How misleading is that name? I feel we'll begin the pack fighting the other faction for world domination, and then we'll end up fighting something else, old gods maybe, to save Azeroth from destruction. Many reasons for it, but if nothing else... Azeroth would not be happy that we are wearing her heart on our necks and collecting her life essence to empower ourselves just so we can go and kick the other faction in the head. Cheers, droney.
1: I think you said something on the other podcast that we, I think We talked about here. this
0: on Lore Watch, yeah, a little bit. I think
1: the basic premise is that battle for Azeroth is a name with a double meaning. Yeah. Like, yes, we're fighting over Azeroth, like who gets to rule it, but we're also kind of fighting for Azeroth. So I, I definitely think that there's going to be some other stuff in this expansion like when we saw legion we we didn't like get the broken shore part like we only got the first broken shore part of the second broken shore part we didn't know how all the other stuff
0: we didn't get any of the other stuff
1: so we're gonna see like chapters we're gonna have chapter one chapter two i definitely think by the end of the expansion we will have had a much different story than we're getting right now um one of the Shadow Priests no longer exist and they will be destroyed. Um, no, they won't. Come on.
0: Okay, yeah. well, hand it over to Mitch because I'm sure he has words about Aww. that.
1: It's <laughs> no, not going to happen. Come on. There's no Rude, way. Rude. But I, I do think old gods will be in it. And I do Rude, think that there's... Well, here's the thing, though. In, in all sincerity, I think they're setting up a situation where Shadow can get moved out of the whole we're all crazy and evil thing. It's with the Void Elves and everything. I think that's a direction they're moving.
2: We're not uh, crazy. We just, well, you know, we border You have line. an
1: ability called Insanity that kills you multiple times. Uh that's...
2: yeah, we border the line of insanity. We never cross over into it well, except for surrender crazy. to madness. Surrender to madness does kill us. That's diff that's totally Anyways, um I think I I think yeah, it will end somewhere different, but honestly, I kind of hope that the faction battle because is the through line for the entire expansion. Um, because I, I think they said it, but they were talking about how, like, um, the bringing the war back in Warcraft didn't actually happen the last time they said that, and I think to have it only stick around for the first major patch um, would kind of be falling short on that once again. No, no I,
1: like, that's like saying that we only had the Legion for the first major patch. That's not true. I don't think that the, the faction conflict's going to go away. I think it's just part of the overall story.
2: No, no, I, I don't think the... Yeah, we're definitely going to get other things. I mean, they've talked about, you know, we're fighting Ashara at some point. Um, so, I mean, there's there's going to be other stuff there. I just, I don't want the faction conflict diminish, I guess. I I don't know if the I necessarily think the title is misleading. At least I, I hope it's not misleading. I fully um, am prepared to have it do something like, you know, Teldrassil is burning and under siege, he's under siege at the end of Legion. Like, I never would have seen that coming at the start of Legion. Um, So I, I'm ready for that to happen at the Battle of Azeroth's end, like something like that. But I kind of hope it ends with not a truce. I don't want there to be, you know, oh, you know, we came together this time. Now we're done fighting forever. I want it to, I don't know. Keep keep at it. Keep at it, man. Keep doing your thing, Sylvanas. Go raise Liam.
0: I think as far as Battle for Azeroth is concerned and with all of the patches and everything else that we're talking about, um Legion... Obviously, the Burning Legion was like the A story, but there was a bunch of little B stories going on, and each of those B stories kind of took its own precedence and had its own chapter. Suramar and everything going on with the Nighthold was one of those. The Emerald Nightmare stuff was one of those. But here we are at the end. We're once again focused on the Legion and we're back on that A story. I feel like with Battle for Azeroth, that faction fight, that's going to be our A story. We will have B stories all along, but this whole faction war thing, there's got to be some kind of a resolution to it. I don't know if it's going to be one where all of a sudden we're all holding hands and we're having some kind of peaceful something or other going on, or whether it's, you know, the war is going to continue on. But this is the first time I think that this faction conflict has had a chance to be that A story. And And I think it needs to be...
2: I thought of something real cool
0: would you think of mitch
2: so you know the little excerpt that we got from before yes. the storm yes what if the expansion either partway through or at the end uh mirrors miss where instead of a siege of Orgomar, there's you know sieging opposite cities so like
0: so a siege of stormwind
2: see n- yeah and not necessarily from both factions perspective like what if uh what if they had
1: different faction raids I don't know. See, for me, the interesting thing I thought of was I just imagined at the end of the expansion when everyone's getting together for the big unity party, and Sylvanas is like, Well, I made you, you alliance folks are present. Someone bring up the cake, and Liam Greymane brings up the cake. Oh, no. <laughs> or Varian does. Why are you sad? I, I, I brought him back. Well, I don't understand you, living yeah. people. Look, I brought it's you Liam. Present.
0: I andwin. I have a present for you. I brought back your father. No, oh, no, no, no!
2: Don't
1: do it! Don't do it! Oh. <laughs> Volgin's alive again. Volgin's here. Everybody's here. here. I've got ghosts. I've got like. Bane's here them. too. <laughs> I
0: managed to find him. We've burned him. I don't know how many times over how many children's festivals, but it's okay. I
1: brought him. I it before the next children's festival <laughs> and grab him. It was quick. <laughs> Everybody's back. Yes. The end of so you know.
2: the expansion starts with the undead capital being raided and ends with a party of the undead.
1: Although I still think the worst thing you could possibly do to Sylvanas and the Forsaken would be to raise them all from the dead as living people.
0: Yeah, just turn them all back alive again. Oh, they. I was them.
2: really... I, I thought maybe partway through the cinematic that was going to happen. Oof. I thought she was going to raise people. Anyways, <laughs> sidetrack there, <laughs> but...
0: Okay, on that note, we should go ahead and wrap up the show. Once again, if food gets you excited and you want to check it out, go to the link uh, blizzardwatch.com slash box to receive $10 off of any new subscription and get yourself some goodies. Blizzard Watch itself is made possible due to the generous contributions at patreon.com slash blizzardwatch, and your continued support means that this podcast site and community is able to thrive and grow. Blizzard Watch supporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to the podcast, a better chance at having your question answered on our podcast or the queue, and an ads free site experience
1: thank you very much Anne. Uh, again if you have an email for the podcast please send it to podcast at blizzardwatch.com with podcast Blizzard Watch in the subject line it's a holiday in america but the site's still going to be here and we're going to have a podcast next week so please come in and tune in and listen to it and we'll see you there bye